The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Back here on uh, analysis, and I want to thank the uh, local 1825 uh, St. Thomas AFT president, St. Thomas and St. John AFT president, um, Miss Leontine Jones, for joining us in our uh, number one. Before we we get uh, our guests for our number two uh, to introduce themselves, we got uh, some programming notes for Channel 12 uh, tonight, beginning at seven. Uh, PM, we got the news hour that takes us to 8, 8 p.m. Finding Your Roots. Uh, explore the family trees of actors Brian Cox and uh, Viola Davis. That'll take us up to 9 o'clock. At 9 o'clock, uh, becoming Frida Kahlo. Follow Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera's journey to America as they experience celebrity and tragedy. And then at 10 p.m., Frontline. Explore the story of one journalist's battle to defend free speech in Putin's Russia. And then at 11 p.m., uh, I'm Brian Company will take us up. Until midnight. So 7 p.m. PBS News Hour, 8 o'clock, Finding Your Roots, 9 o'clock, uh, Becoming Frida Kahlo, uh, 10 p.m. Frontline, and 11 p.m. Amanpour uh, and Company. So uh, we get that uh, out of the way. Of course, everything uh, that we do here on uh, WTJX uh, FM 93.1 uh, is because of the foundation of Channel 12 and WTJX TV. The Children's Museum is in the house. The leadership, um, good to, glad to have them here. I'm going to have them uh, uh, introduce um, themselves uh, to the audience. Let me start with the young lady here and then this young lady to my left. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Ellie Hirsch, mm -hmm. and I'm with the Children's Museum of St. Croix, and I'm happy to be here, so thank you for having us. Without a doubt. Young lady? Hi. I'm Winnie Oyoko Loving. Um former school teacher i was listening to your uh, commentary earlier i taught in the public schools of saint croix for 30 years and a proud member of the union <laughs> way back then so yes i hope, I hope, I hope <laughs> you didn't bring this draft to, <laughs> to, to, beat you. to beat me because I, I i got a little passionate in, in, the, in the second segment there about about our copy book we used to got, we used to, we used to got a black copy book back in the day the composition book with the with the times tables on the back, you know. What I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm a big proponent of that, you know what I'm saying? So yes. Yes, I, I love those books. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Way yeah. back then. Yeah, back then, yeah, oh, yeah, gosh. yeah. But it was a great it was a great career and um for for anyone listening and, and contemplating uh being a teacher <clears throat> today, uh go for it. Um I could recommend um it as a as a fulfilling career, and one that when you look back on it, especially, uh, you walk the streets of St. Croix and your students come up to you, Miss Loving. That's right. Uh, this is my wife, the attorney, and my three sons. Wow. I want you to meet them. And boys, this was my teacher in the third grade. Yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> and you man. almost cried. Yeah, no, almost. You're supposed <laughs> you know? to cry. You're supposed to cry. It was a great feeling. No, that's good. That's good. That's, that's, a, that's a good way to start off uh, the conversation. Mm -hmm. So, Ms. Hurst, what's going on with you? How's everything? 
Very, very well. Thank you very much. Okay. Yes, and I'm an educator as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us about and that. So, um, my my passion is early childhood and children with special needs, and mm-hmm. that's been my my career mostly. I do a lot of work for um, in the early childhood arena, from working with uh, Department of Ed and um, UVI, mm-hmm. and uh, I do a lot of teacher training and um, coaching, particularly for the early Head Start program and it brings me to my passion for the Children's Museum of St. Croix as well. So, Where are you originally from? I'm originally from uh, Baltimore. I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. And you're from Beemore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That was a long time ago, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here 43 years. This is home. Yeah, this, this home. is home. Raised my kids, had my kids here, raised my kids that's, here. That's what I'm talking about. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Oyoko. You see, you, you, you give us the whole name. Yes. You know, we need Oyoko loving, but we, you're a one name person. You're like a soccer. You're like a soccer star. You know, everybody knows soccer stars by Pele. one name. Pele, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Oyoko, where, yes. where, where are you from originally? Originally from Boston. That's, oh, yeah? Yeah, Boston, Mass. That's where I uh, hail from. Roxbury and or Boston? Roxbury. You're that's from, right. You from Roxbury? But um, I got, yeah, I went to Boston University and Boston College. Oh, so I nice. got my master's nice. in early childhood development. Mm, and good. then uh, when I came to St. Croix, I started out in kindergarten under Miss Beagles. The, the, that's the, that was the, that was the, the, uh, the platinum standard. Yes, you hear me? Yeah, that's, she, 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 she yo. You she me? was she was so good, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna give away my story, right? Okay. Um, I was in St. Dunstan's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, I said, hey, daddy, I don't want to go St. Dunstan's no more. I want to go Central. Uh, so he said, no problem. Central is a good school, but I had forgotten that his nurse, Miss Chapman, oh, okay. was the nurse for Central. So that means I couldn't get away with anything. <laughs> And I, I, I fractured rules or two and all that stuff. And I noticed everything that I did at Central High School. He knew about it before I got home, right? So that was a disaster. So what happened was it, uh, Miss Beagle's leaving Pearl B. Lawson to be the principal at St. Dunstan's where I was before coincided with the end of that Central High School school year. So he said, no, 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 no. You going back to St. Dunstan's. But it wasn't about going back to St. Dunstan's. You're going back to St. Dunstan's because Miss Beagle's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. she actually, you know, she she was she was a mentor and allowed for me to, you know, at least, you know, get my high school diploma. You know she what I'm saying? Terrific. She 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 was the best. Terrific in every way. Yeah, she she was special. And uh, she, it's hard to say who oh, nobody's yeah. the best, but she was special. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember of uh fondness for her coming growing out of her respect for her teachers mm-hmm. she would walk the halls she would come in the class what do you need and just at the top of my head i said one day i need an aquarium <laughs> so, you know these i'm teaching science i need an aquarium yeah. for kindergarten and she went to her telephone and next week the the aquarium came she had it wasn't, you didn't have to she ask had, but she, but twice. She had, but she had vision. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what it was. And, and don't forget her father. Ah. Ludwig Harrigan was a, a special uh, Virgin Islander uh, as, as well. Miss Hurst, when you first came here, you taught in the schools? Or, I, I or, or you here, went into the department? I actually came here to start the early childhood special education okay. program for children three to five. Okay. So the Department of Education had gotten a grant to start the program. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Gloria Canegada was a superintendent then, right? 
Yes, she was. Yeah, that's she a Wang Lui administration. You came here. You came here eighty. Yeah, in yeah, eighty. Yeah, so well, <laughs> you do your math real fast. <laughs> that's my thing. That, I know that's, that's I know that's your thing. That's I listen thing. to you all the time. That, that's my thing. But um, yeah, so yeah, so but it was it was territory wide. My position was territory wide. Okay, okay. So you are big shot off the plane. Then. <laughs> well, like, I don't know how big it was because there was no program. But I, I <laughs> well, you know well, you what start, I well, you started the program. So I was yeah. I was it was um, a wonderful experience because. I pulled together people from all dis different agencies so we could design the program together. You know, so I worked with MCH, with Head Start, and mm -hmm. and um, what, school, what school you went to? What I went to Syracuse University, yeah. and then I went to um, George Washington for my master's. I I, I drove through Syracuse mm -hmm. for the first time this year. I've been watching oh, yeah. Syracuse on TV all my life, <laughs> and last year I went to Canada. Mm. I drove to Canada. I flew to. I've been to Canada before, but I always flew. This time I drew from. The, I drove from New York City to Toronto. Uh, when I went up, I actually went around the southern southern tier and went up through Buffalo. Uh, this time I actually came across in Binghamton. Yeah, when yeah, I came yeah, down Binghamton, yeah, Syrac yeah. Uh, Syracuse. That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful part of. Uh, well, of you must have been there not in the winter. October. Uh, late okay. October. Yeah, it was yeah, getting yeah. kind of cool, but yeah, it was yeah, still yeah. beautiful, though. The fall yeah. foliage is a beautiful oh, thing. The fall is absolutely you know, To me, that's the most beautiful time of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was but lucky. winter, you wouldn't be driving very no, far. No, <laughs> no. Unless it's absolutely clear and no yeah, snow. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so since we're talking, we're going to talk about the Children's Museum. Um, what was it for both of you? You know, coming from uh, the mainland, mm -hmm. where y'all be yanking and speaking this twang that I'm speaking now. <laughs> And then you come down here and you're hearing this beautiful island English. What was that like for you, Miss Hirsch? And then and you, Oyoko, and, and you in particular, because you're a poet extraordinaire and all that stuff. Ms. Well, Hirsch. well, at first, I mean, it's a the the dialect. I think some people tried to make it so that I wouldn't understand, mm -hmm. you know, and some people tried to really help me through, you know. Yeah. I think that, um, but um, it I, the the language. It was interesting in a way because um, being from in special ed and even the language, the pronunciation being different, we need to make sure that we're culturally sensitive to those sorts of things when we're working with children. So in, in, um, the pronunciation may be different, but it's not wrong, you know? So, um, yeah, hold, so hold on a second. Can, can you please repeat what, what you just said? Because it has some value there. Mm. It is not wrong. Wrong. It's, it, it is English. It, is, it, is, it may not sound perfect English, but it is sound. But it's perfect. I mean, one of the things that I'm really, I really strongly believe is that children need to be able to negotiate within their local culture, with their local language, and um, be successful locally. They also need to, if they want to spread their wings and be in other environments, they also need to be able to yank. Yes. And so they need yes. both, and I they agree. need to be oh, able man, this to... Is, yo, this is... Oh, my they God, need to I be able it. to switch back and forth. Yeah. It's, it's code switching. Yes, and they need vacillate, to be, right? And they need to be able yeah, to yeah. do that, because yeah, language is so much part of culture, mm -hmm. you know, and so it's important to be able to have that as a foundation, but it's also important to be able to... Um, to yank to be successful in other realms. <laughs> Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Yoko, you are Yankee when you go here. Uh -oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's that that, was, I, don't, I, 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 I mean, I, I really believe that that's an important thing. No, I, I, no, important. no, no. Here, here's what I say on my show. I got, I got no problem talking the local twang. Mm -hmm. And if need be, I can get corporate with you. Just like that. Just like that. And to yeah. me, 
that kind of flexibility and versatility is always a good thing. Oyoko. And actually, actually it, um, it facilitates certain areas of brain development that people hadn't Ooh. realized before. So, so um, that flexibility, yeah, yeah. that brain flexibility. Ellie Hirsch, where, where, really you, where you been all my life? We're analyzed. <laughs> this is concerned. Oyoko, talk yes. about that because that's 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 your specialty. I'm a poet. That's um, right. By birth, my birthright is poetry. And when I came here and had uh, my very first poetry reading, I want you to know that it was on your father's radio ah. station. And I said to him, I, I, um, first of all, he was my doctor, so I said, I'm a, I'm a poet and I would like to do some reading on your show. And I had already written, he said, yes, yes, yes. And he liked my poetry and so much that he took me down to Montserrat with the Talent Club. That's right. You remember them? Wow. He had a fabulous talent club. Yeah, and, the St. Croix uh, Talent Club was a Dr. James creation. Oh, my yeah. God. What yeah. an amazing man. He was, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. have to thank him for my growth because... I, I, I never know that you went to the Talent Club to Montserrat. All right. Okay. Wow. And yeah. for, because we can say... Um, anything we want to one or two people, but when you're on the radio, it may be one or two thousand people listening. That's right. And so where he had his morning show on Saturday at uh, 97X, and so I would nice. go That's and read my poems. And so I was able to develop a relationship with the community. Mm -hmm. And it's a funny thing, I would read my poetry, and, and a lot of it was about, you know, uh, locals and, and black history. And uh, when I would meet people, they said, wait a minute, wait a minute, I know that voice. That's right. <laughs> so, so your voice is so important. The, how you carry your voice means a lot in a small community like this. And there are expectations of you. I don't hear you anymore. I'd like to yes, hear sir. more of you. Yes, I sir. want you to come to my school, my class. My children want to, I have a daughter who's interested. I, I want to, you know, I wonder if you would mentor my, my children up in um, language and language arts where I um, specialized in at the Pearl B. Larson School. So <clears throat> I enjoy being here, I, I came in 1972, and I'm still here. So, oh, man. Yeah, so before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, a, I'm 64. I, I, wow. just, just because you I got just, just because I got my breeze, don't mean, don't mean that I ain't got my age on me. I, I'm getting up there, but uh, congrats on being here for 50 plus years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, congrats on being here for 40 yeah, plus years. Great. We are, we we we, are, we appreciate that. Um, before, I wanted to use this first segment, you know, for us to get comfortable and all that stuff, then we could focus on the museum uh, when we come back. Uh, so, Ms. Hirsch, um, <clears throat> you've been here for a couple generations now. Um, our libraries, that's one of my pet peeves here on this show. Florence Williams Library was like a, a gold mine for us for a number of different reasons. Um, what's it being like to see that? Regression. I'm gonna use that term um, as it relates to accessing the library. Not blaming the current administration because it's it's been a, a decades long thing mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But what's, what's that been like? Because libraries are very important. Well, my understanding is going to be open soon, and I think we should all celebrate for sure. Well, I think we should all celebrate for sure. Yeah. But yeah. one of, I mean, I I think access to books is critical. Mm -hmm. And so one of my hobbies is that I collect gently used books and I give them away, and I give them away at all children's museum events. Yeah. And when my husband is Santa Claus, mm -hmm. and um, <laughs> and so I've given away almost twenty four thousand books. 
And so I keep collecting, keep giving them away, right. and we, we need strong libraries. I mean, I remember when Florence Williams used to have lots of activities and for the whole community, and so um, kids would go there after school, and, and um, there would be lots of things going on, and I look forward to that day. I think that's going to be coming. I, I understand the one in St. John just opened. Okay. So and I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm hopeful. Oyoko, the library, Florence Williams in particular, the McFarland Library, Dungan West, libraries in general. Yes. The value of them, if you will. I remember when Otis Alexander taught African dance. Sule? Sule. You got it. The third floor of the Williams Library in town. I was one of his students. And that's how um, I was affected directly by uh, the the Florence Williams Library, and having had multiple poetry readings and book readings and book giveaways, as Ellie said, at that... Um, Famed oh, institution. Oh, it was great. It yeah, was great. Yeah. Wallace, so Wallace Williams, wait. right? Wallace Williams. Wallace, yeah. Wallace uh, that, that, oh. was, that was his oxygen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. No, so he, I, I, I remember him wanting to have a, a, a bike um, yeah. <laughs> all around the east end of the island, and still it, waiting in, for in it. so many. Yeah, still waiting for it. I want it. I want it. It'd be great. Mothers and children, and fathers and families, everybody out there riding their bikes. You know, in a safe way. We yeah. need a safe yeah. place. We, we, had, we had um, I forgot his name. He's from Colorado. He was a part of that bike road. Um, okay. I, for, I forgot his name. It'll it'll come back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I mean, let's face it. When you ride in South Shore, and I mean that, that's and you look south mm. and you see you see the Caribbean Sea. That's mm. that's what you see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that's to me beautiful. is absolutely picturesque. We got Ellie Hirsch and Oyoko Lovin joining us here uh, this morning, and appears that uh, Tuesday, September 26th, is Education Tuesday, and analyze this, and and we love in this and all that <laughs> stuff. So we're gonna take a break, <clears throat> and when we come back, we're gonna focus on why uh, these two young ladies are here, the Children's Museum. And we're going to talk about the activities there and how uh, it is evolving. And why, why are we uh, in an in a arts and a museum renaissance right now here in the Virgin Islands, which is a beautiful thing, by the way, and what uh, we can do to make sure that uh, it remains at uh, the level that it is right now. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. Credit score controls a lot of what you can do and have access to. Introducing Credit Score by Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix's credit score include daily access to your score, real-time alerts, personalized credit report, and special offers. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay, 340-773-8500, and one in Peter's Rest, 340-713-8500. Bank of St. Croix, bankofstcroix.com, or the Bank of St. Croix app. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. 
A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Culturman Silcat. Early bird tickets go on sale beginning Monday, October 16th through Tuesday, November 14th. Tickets will be available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Site Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at WTJX.org forward slash taste or Call 340-774-6255 or 340-690-7293. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are VI Lottery, Antilles School, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, and the VI Housing Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget. Back here on Elizabeth and uh, Oyoko just give me a poem here. Uh, I look like she don't know that I'm, I'm a rap music Uh-oh. connoisseur, <laughs> connoisseur. So that means you know I like poetry. I like to I like to write myself. You know what I'm saying? So right. so this this is all good. We got Ellie Hirsch and um, Winnie mm. Oyoko loving uh, here uh, in uh, the studios, and uh, we're gonna focus now on the Children's Museum. So. Um, what prompted this great idea for a children's museum on St. Croix? Ms. Hirsch or whichever okay, one Well, we each had a different path, but we ended up joining together, which is really fabulous. Is. Mm-hmm. Um, there are children's museums in the States, and um, I find and that children's museums provide children opportunities to be, really be creative and to explore and to experiment in ways that they don't always do in school. And so um, in visiting those in the States, um, a friend of mine and I, we thought we would start one, and unfortunately she passed, and so I sort of lost my, my inspiration and, um, until I, I, I met Winnie, and <clears throat> she had a, has a different path, but we both ended up in the same place. But um, it's a place, uh, to me, a children's museum is a place where there's no failure. Children can explore and do things at their own rate, at their own pace, at their own level of development. A four-year-old will use the same materials that a 10-year-old uses, but use them in different ways. And so I think the, and it's also a place where families can play and learn together and really form a bond and for parents to be able to see their children as successful as they, as they explore and manipulate objects and um, learn new things. So I'll let Winnie talk about her, her journey. Winnie, and, and your, your path, Yes. Um, Well, now that I'm a grandmother, the thing that we like to do the most with our grands is to take them traveling in the summer. And we went to a beautiful children's library in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Spent the whole day and nobody wanted to leave, not even the adults. (laughs) So when I came back, I put one question on Facebook, on my Facebook page and say, why don't we have a children's museum in St. Croix? And that was in August of 2016. And Marlon Williams 
the, mar- the, mar- the marathon man? All right. <laughs> the greatest in the world. Mm-hmm. He said, if you want it, I'll help you. Well, let's get together and do it. We, Dr. Our Dr. children, Dr. Marlon Williams, Dr. Marlon mm-hmm. Williams the mm-hmm. chiropractor, the mm-hmm. runner, the great um, sprinter for the mm-hmm. uh, tri- uh, triathlons here and also in uh, worldwide. Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Olympics, yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we have him here on the island, and he's he's been wonderful with the Children's Museum in the past. And we've this is a an old um, folder that I carry with me, and I keep it for inspiration. What is, what things do we want for the children here to experience, and how how can we get parents to help us? bring this dream into reality. And so we started writing down, we want a kid's cafe, we want coding, we want a greenhouse, we want a library and a lounge. We want them children to be able to jump, climb, move and dance. We're gonna have to have a membership eventually. Oh, but in our exploration and discovery and creations that Ellie mentioned earlier, we have fabulous exhibits. I don't know if you saw the one we had on dinosaurs and under the sea. And this year at the, um, it's going to be a, a huge weather experience for the children at, at the um, um, Ag Fair. Mm-hmm. That's where we draw from, from, that's where our greatest attendance comes from, I believe, the Ag Fair. So, yeah, pottery making, um, arts and crafts, of course science, um, music. Uh, We had a gentleman do African um, drums at um, Mango Melee this past year. That's awesome. Yeah. And And we had Yoshe come and do a steel pan at some of the events. Oh, yes, absolutely. And help the kids do it. Not just just entertain, but to get the kids involved. Well, the whole point, I think, that um, we want to make today is that everything is experiential for the children and their families and we it's not a museum where there's art on the walls and you can't touch it when you go into an old-fashioned museum or a a traditional museum I should say uh, there's no touching please and no talking too loud (laughs) but for the children's museum and um Kudos to the one in St. Thomas as well. We went over there to to look around at theirs when we first decided to get started, mm-hmm. and we're extremely impressed and want to big them up as well. That's Miss Hoheb, Chantal yes. Hoheb. Yes. Oh yeah. God, mm-hmm. what a what an individual. What a yeah, her and Iria yeah. here in St. Croix. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. yes. Maria Styles. Ma- Maria Styles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She- Yes, I love her, her mom, the family. You know, it's a big island, but there's certain people that you just, when you hear their name, you say, ah, (laughs) they love children, (laughs) you know. And Mm -hmm. we're still looking for a home. Yeah, I was just going to get to that because I know what they're saying, you know. I I went here and I see this beautiful picture that you all took um, with um, other other key contributors, uh, Mm -hmm. Marlon Williams and um, Chris Finch and... Your daughter, yes, and um, Desorbo, Miss Amy Desorbo, mm-hmm. and some yes. others as well. Yes. Um, so, uh, where are we in terms of identifying that location? 
we're, we're doing some fundraising. We're trying to do some fundraising because mm -hmm. it's not a matter of just finding location. We have to be able to um, yeah. afford it. What, 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 so, what's the minimum amount of square, foot, square footage you think you're going to need? Well, first, I think we first we're looking at four to five acres. Okay. Because we we're in a position in the Virgin Islands where we can have outdoor exhibits where others museums have to have them all inside. Mm -hmm. Like in Boston, they have to have them all inside pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to be able to incorporate nature trails. Um, if we have, you know, water explorer, we can do that outside. We don't have to have that inside. Right. Um, other children's museums have to have a soundproof room to have music. We can do outside in a garden. Um, but we, are, we also would like to have ultimately um, 10,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to start that way. We re we recognize that we could start small, smaller, and and build on. So we we really um, so the focus now is acreage, not necessarily. Well, if we find a building on the acreage, we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if we have to rent somewhere temporarily, we're looking at that as well. Okay. Um, we we really realize we need a home. We're still doing pop ups. We have a big pop up this Saturday, um, celebrating the Worldwide Day of Play, and we have lots of hands-on engaging activities and um, mm -hmm. we rely on our wonderful volunteers who come and help and support us and support the children and families. So, so we'll hope everybody comes to our, our day of play at the Frederickstead Fort on a Saturday. So we're okay, that's good. the 30th, the 30th, September, yeah. September 30th. Mm -hmm. How long have you been doing this now? Since what? 2017. Yeah. Wow. Well, our first one was at the Ag Fair 2017 mm -hmm. and we had about 400 square feet of tent space and this past year we had 3,000 square feet of tent space. So, so Ag Fair is like a home? Yeah. Well Ag Fair is our big push mm -hmm. you know because that there's more children and families that come to the Ag Fair than I think any other event where they and and really there was very little there for children to do that didn't cost money. Mm -hmm. um, you know the rides and everything cost money. And so, um, and they can see the animals and whatnot, but to actually get engaged and be involved in, and um, so we, that seemed to be a good, uh, good place mm -hmm. to How much of, of a setback was uh, the pandemic? Uh, well, we couldn't meet as usual, mm -hmm. but we put uh, information online so that parents can do things with their children with the recipes for slime and, you know, and block building and, and, and how to help your child have fun um, throughout. And, but as soon as we were able to get right back, we were up on the horse and galloping away again. There's so many. Um, you, you, would, you would pick horse racing because you know that, you know that. I know it. <laughs> you know it's intravenous with me, right? But, but it's okay. <laughs> I, I, like, I like that one, man. Metaphor. I like that one. I like that one. I'm but, just brainstorming here, you know, because you said four to five acres. I'm trying to figure out the, uh, the ideal location. Um, shoreline, well, preferably. I think, well, it's not as accessible to children as it would be if it's on yeah. if it's on Queen Mary, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, we want it to be accessible. You know, we don't want it to be in either town. We mm -hmm. want people to be able to get there from everywhere in the island, and we want. Um, um, our first, our first goal is to reach the children of Saint Croix. If a tourist wants to come, we'll welcome them. But mm -hmm. our our goal is to reach the children and families on Saint Croix, and for it to be accessible to them. And so, we're um, 
somebody wants to give us land, we'll work with them. <laughs> We're not, you know, we'll see. As long as it's not a floodplain, well, I mean, I, I, we have I, to make sure I, it's well, not. I, I, I'm not <laughs> like I once was where I believe the government's supposed to provide everything. You know, I, I got caught up into that thinking mm-hmm. when I was younger. Um, and that was, that was a flawed thinking. Government can't provide everything. But in this particular instance, right, this, this would be a good thing for the government given the amount of land the government got. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yeah, I I, I go so, on so. I go on GeoMap and I look yeah. and see who has all the land. And, yeah. um, the, the, there's the, private the, land, there's government land, yeah. a lot of land sitting sitting. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So this this might be something that that uh, the, the government might want to to play a part in um, from a you know providing uh, land standpoint, in particular in the middle of the island, right? Mm-hmm. So since you want the ideal location That's would, ideal. Be, That's would, ideal. would would be in yeah. the middle. The middle of the island. I mean, we Unfortunately work. for us, the middle of the island really is prime farmland. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, just farmland. I, I don't want mm-hmm. you to use the term prime because you know sometimes people take that and and all that stuff. And we, we actually have um, <clears throat> our our highest institution of learning, mm-hmm. UVI, and a high school in the center of the island. People believe the island center really is. Well, no, I, I want to make sure I correct that. In the center of the two cities. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. I think there's a distinction, mm-hmm. right? The center of the island is island center, right? But I learned uh, when you when when they used to do the 15 mile run from Frederickstead to Christianstead, the midway point was UVI, oh, right? Yeah. right? And uh, we had a, a friend of mine, his name was Monroe Morton. He used to win that run every year. He, he, he used to say, I used to set up the race so that I could get to the midway point, right? So. And uh, and the RT Park, of which I you know I, I yes. do, I I, I I do some uh, I like to call this uh, mercenary work on behalf of the RT Park because I'm big on us, you know, um, taking advantage of our research and technology, and sure. we got that pipe right yes. here next to us and all that stuff that we haven't uh, tapped into like we should have. So you know, I'm 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 just trying to rack my brain here, trying to figure out you know, that's the biggest hurdle. I, I think we need yes. to really get that. Right, absolutely locked and squared mm-hmm. away. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's our that's our major goal. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, get, we, we'll if we get to, that, then yeah. things can happen mm-hmm. subsequent to that. You know, because they're they're. No, I'm just be very frank. They're, they're retired folk mm-hmm. who 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 want a better life here on Saint Croix, and a children's museum is an asset. Oh yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yes. You, you went to the library in North Carolina. They want to leave. Nope. Right. They had amazing things for children, mm-hmm. and once the children are happy and engaged, your vacation is is amazing. <laughs> and, and, and culturally, yes, cu- culturally, we, we can stand alongside anybody from a cultural standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, sugar mills, oh, all yes. that different stuff. By the way, uh, Robert White—that's the fellow's name—who wanted to do the bike path. Yes, right. yeah, okay. he was. He yeah. was was once I think Bob a de- de- oh, yeah. Bob White. Bob yes. White. He was a deputy mayor up in Boulder, Colorado. I think it was yeah. at one point and oh, all I that stuff. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I met him through Holland Redfield. Okay, he used to be a, a regular on uh, Holland Redfield and all that stuff. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> math, virtue, virtue, science, technology, literacy, engineering, arts. I mean, all yes. of these necessary tenets of us. Existing as a people, you want to incorporate that in the children's museum. Yes, that's that's awesome that you wanted to do that with our young people. We do it already in many yeah, ways. Yeah. We do it already at different pop-ups, and and the thing is, children don't necessarily do one thing at a time. 
all those aspects. They're creative when they're building with blocks and they're being engineers when they're building with blocks. Mm -hmm. They need to use math concepts when they're building blocks. They run out of one long one, they, then they get two shorter ones. That's math, you mm -hmm. know? They, um, they um, figure out how to balance them. That's engineering. You know, they're talking about what they're doing and what they're saying, right. that's, that's language. So children are doing everything at once, but we don't always realize that. And so we, we provide a variety of ways for children to experience, express themselves, to um, be engaged with materials, engaged with each other. Um, mm. And that's what's really what it's all about. And I know you're called virtues, though. Yes. Yeah. So, for example, mm. in November, we, we annually we've been doing um, uh, Attitude of Gratitude. Mm -hmm. And... Um, No, and but you got here for virtues, that's practice that's, sharing, mm -hmm. cooperation, yes. mm -hmm. patience, gratitude. You know, those are intangibles absolutely. that are absolutely valuable. And it's it's an incredible thing to see when when you come to the Children's Museum at any of our pop-ups. I'm always so incredibly uh, impressed by the quality and the calmness of the children. We have lots of, of um, manipulatives. We don't skimp on materials. Mm -hmm. They don't have to fight to get their project finished. There are lots of ways they can share mm -hmm. and but we, but we have a lot of um, various elements uh, that they can use that they can use. And it, it, one little kids I, I went up to him I said, uh, excuse me, what are you making? And he just looked at me as though I should have known and he said, I'm building a bridge. Mm -hmm. And I thought and it, you know my, all of my, uh, my body listened to that. Yeah, and I said, He knows about bridge building. How did that happen? He's, a, he's four or five years old and interested in, in communication because that's what building bridges are all about, you so, know? So, so, the, so the Children's Museum is about capturing our young people before the negative elements. Oh, right. If we can get it before, but if, if there are negative elements there, we're hoping to provide the positive yeah. elements. Mm -hmm. And you know what's amazing to me is just watching the children and watching them engage and engage with each other. Mm. We rarely have conflicts. Oh, no. No. It, a conflict is rare. Yeah. Um, and children that's, because are coming, the, that's because of the set-in. And children that's are coming right. from everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and, and um, there isn't that same competition for materials, as, oh, as, no. as Yoko was oh, saying. No. There isn't that same competition for materials or for attention or, yeah. or those kinds of things. And they tend to really work together. Yeah, they really yeah. work but together. But, and we well, have but, children but who I, come... I think, I think the set-in is, is absolutely mm -hmm. yeah. uh, an attribute um, that, 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 you know, eliminates... You know, reduces if not mm -hmm. eliminates that. We'll take a break. Be back uh, with uh, Miss Ellie Hirsch and Yoko Lovin, Children's Museum for Saint Croix. As the news gets more complex and changes through the day, you need more than just a quick headline check. Here and Now keeps you connected to your world between Morning Edition and All Things Considered as the news and the people shaping it are changing in real time. I'm Robin Young. Follow along on Here and Now, NPR News, weekday afternoons. From 2 to 4 on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. 
there's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here at Analysis, having an awesome Tuesday. This is one of my best shows in a long, long time. Um, and it's being capped um, by uh, the presence of uh, Ellie Hirsch and Oyoko Lovin uh, from the Children's Museum. I, you know, during the break, I was thinking, um, you say you're from Baltimore and uh, Oyoko from Boston. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's two of the five foundational cities in America. Yeah, yeah. Right? In addition to Philly, New York and DC, right? East Coast, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Baltimore, the harbor, is the reason why Baltimore was so important and valuable Absolutely. at that particular time. And then in Boston, that's where they landed, right? Of, right. of the when they came across the way and you know Plymouth and all that yes. stuff, you know. So uh, you probably know me to, 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 to be a numbers person, but I'm a history major. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. so I like okay. that. You know, okay. I, I love that part. You know, of course, geography is really the first love and all that. Uh, so. The, the idea of a museum, you know, I go to a museum, I'm lost. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> because I'm just looking at things and, yeah. and appreciating, you know, history. You know, because I, I don't believe, Ms. Hirsch, let's start with you first and I know Yoko, <clears throat> that um, we have enough of the appreciation for history mm. uh, in the Virgin Islands that we should have. It's, that doesn't mean that I'm right. It's just my my take. Um, you know, um, I keep referencing um, the three uh, um, anniversaries that we've, we will, ex- important anniversaries that we will experience beginning July 3rd, that just passed yes. uh, in 2020, 2023. We're going to have the 150th anniversary of contract day in 2028. Right, because that was 1878, mm-hmm. October 1st with the fire burn with the Queens. And then, of course, in 2033, that rebellion, of the 300-year anniversary of the rebellion in St. John, which was a 1733 mm-hmm. thing. Um, so uh, can we um, get 
uh, our people, and I know you're focusing on Children's Museum and all that stuff, but our young people in particular, um, because Children's Museum is not about just four, five, six years old. It's for everybody, correct. including yes, our correct. elders and all that stuff, right? Yes. Um, can, can we get them to have a greater appreciation for our history here in the Virgin Islands, which is rich? You know, let's face it, Alexander Hamilton, every time we go to the ATM, that's because Alexander Hamilton implored upon the leaders, the founders, that a central bank, a national bank was important mm-hmm. for America, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think history can be incorporated very well into a children's museum. And for children to be able to, um, particularly, I mean, one of the things we've talked about, if we have a, whatever land we end up on, that, was, that will have been a... That would have been an estate at some point. Mm-hmm. And so we would want to be able to incorporate the history of that, that estate and who, who really built it, right? And, um, and so, you know, depending where we are, but, but also history in general to help um, children understand where the foundation of who they are comes from. And I think that's, I think that's critically important. So the, throughout exhibits, we want to include, you know, cu- cultural as well as historical, well as scientific. I mean, it's really, it's we're not just one thing, you yeah. know. We're we're all these things mm-hmm. wrapped up, living, breathing, yeah, move, growing, right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and Roxbury. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you went. <laughs> I didn't even know Roxbury existed until rap yes. music. Until I, there was this one rapper named Ed O.G. And he's from Roxbury. Oh. And and then um, I had an um, ambassador who worked with Terence Tadman. Her name, her her last name was Elam. Mm. And, and and so I so I'm interviewing her. Uh, and and uh, I said, you know, I know a rapper by the name of the Guru, and his name is Keith Elam. Uh, do you know him? She said, that's my nephew. Oh Lord! Right? And, and, and they were <laughs> from Roxbury. They're, small, they're, small world. They're from Roxbury, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's an intellectual black black into intellectual neighborhood uh, in in in, in, uh, in suburb Boston. of Boston, right? Mm-hmm. So suburb, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So so Just we so. we got richness all over the place. Oh, you're Yes, um, I have a, a little story to tell you about how we got our Legos, and so to let you. Th- See, let our audience understand how close mm-hmm. we are. You know, I don't have to see you every day. I can hear you. And there are other people that are listening right now thinking, how can I contribute to the, Ch- Croix, to the Children's Museum in mm-hmm. St. Croix? And uh, so uh, Life Peterson was one of those people listening to us on the radio and said, ah, you you know there are Legos uh, from Denmark. Denmark has the cap is the capital for Legos. We make them over there, mm-hmm. and uh, so he and his wife were on vacation in Denmark. Texted me, "Do you need Legos?" I said, "We sure do, for the Children's Museum. Anything." He said, "I'm going to send you some," and so. Uh, um, he got a hold of one of his friends, Mr. Waride, mm-hmm. I hope, and I know you know him. He's a fabulous uh, person in this community mm-hmm. and sent him with two huge red suitcases filled with Legos and Duplos <laughs> on the plane from 
Copenhagen <laughs> straight to St. Croix. Uh, it was a, he brought him to my house. Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. So there's somebody listening there right now who's just going to drop some land and a house. And <laughs> 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 so, you, you really wow. want to? Yeah, wow. yeah, open that's up nice. right here. That's and nice. when we do, we're going to have everybody who ever did anything, even thought of us, prayed mm-hmm. for us, who um, encouraged us in any way. There at the opening, to along with, to celebrate, with yeah, us, yes. along with the rapper from Roxbury, we'll invite him. Say, come to the opening. <laughs> yeah, we, we could get Ed O.G. to come down. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the guru passed away, but we will get Ed O.G. to come down. See, um, the Children's Museum of Saint Croix is currently operating as a pop-up museum. Yes, you will find us at various local events, including the Ag Fair, Mango Mele, plus many others throughout the year. You can follow us on Facebook to find out where we'll be popping up next. So. Where's that? That uh, next so, so, one so, so that's Saturday in Dublin Saturday, West. Saturday the 30th at, at mm-hmm. um, the Frederickstead Fort mm-hmm. from 10 to 3. Mm-hmm. It's free. And um, How many pop-up events you look you try to hold throughout the year to keep the consciousness at the well, appropriate levels? we're all volunteers. That's the mm-hmm. first thing. We're all volunteers and we all, some, some are still working, some are retired, but mm-hmm. we're all volunteers. And um, so we, we have one schedule. We try to schedule pretty much monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, Ag Fair is our biggest, so we have one in October. Um, that's uh, Jumbies in the Fort, okay. and um, so it's sort of our answer, to, local answer to Halloween. You know, Mako Jumbies yeah, or scare away evil spirits, <laughs> okay. and so, kids' so, costumes so, scare away so, evil so, spirits so I, too. I, I, I go up with you now. <laughs> you, you, you've been here for over forty years. Yeah. Hey, Mako. Moko. Moko. I know. Moko. You know what, though? Yeah. My Moko. children laugh at me when I try no, to no, no, do no, it. No, don't, don't worry about your children laughing anymore. Every you, time you, I try, you, every you, time you, I try, you, my you, children you, laugh you're at me. You're one of us. You're one of us now. Moko Jumbi. Moko. Moko Jumbi. And actually, actually, it's it's two words, but it's actually pronounced as one. Right. Moko Jumbi. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm very shy about it. I'm blushing and nobody on the radio can see that, but I'm self-conscious about no, you, my you wanna, we know. to you know, we know. So, so, so we're not allowing you to say Mako anymore. <laughs> Mako Jumbi. All right. All right. All right. You got me there. You got me there. It's a fun thing. Maybe, right? Because, you know, I, uh, the history major that I am, right? And sometimes, mm-hmm. I, I, I got, sometimes you got to give yourself some credit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do that now. All right. right? On this show, uh, we do the table talk every Monday with the former senators. Uh-huh. Um, Ronnie Russell, yes. Um, <clears throat> Rocky Laybord and Doug Cole. Yes. And one day Ronnie was on, and I said, Ronnie, what's going on in the vote? What's going on in Saint Croix? <laughs> because we got all these estates. You know, since since uh, you mentioned estates, that have all this Irish back uh, Irish names and backgrounds, and we were never owned by Ireland. Why is that? And mm. it was Ronnie who said, Neville, mm-hmm. what we had was a lot of uh, absentee landlords when England owned us and they sent the Irish people here, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we have. Yeah, they were often the, the overseers. And the overseers, right? So that's why you have Granard, which mm-hmm. I use for my uh, company name because my father grew up in Catchings Rest right next to Granard, don't they? But the Neltrops. Mm. Um, yeah. Across the street from me. That's why I'm talking about. Tipperary. <laughs> Yeah. Right, oh, right next uh, to me. That's what we're talking about. Longford, yeah. Oxford, Bag of Allen, all of these different names oh. that are Irish counties or towns. Wow. Right? So maybe you might want to look at, you know, um, some of the Irish 
background because uh, we're in donation mode right now for the for the children's museum mm-hmm. right yes uh, maybe you might want to you know venture off uh, le, uh, uh, and we as as an island might want to actually do some reconnecting with ireland and we, we keep focusing on denmark mm-hmm. because denmark is the most recent owner before the u.s yes but you know our estate names are more irish uh, and, and uh, you look at the names look at uh, of the people who live here mcintosh O'Reilly, mm-hmm. Russell, the Lip Brady, those mm-hmm. are all oh, Irish yeah. names. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think maybe that's something that we could look at. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because we, yeah. we, we yeah. got to be creative now, right? We, we, we didn't, we're in pop-up mode now, but we don't want to be in pop-up mode forever. That's, for, no. that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, we, I mean, we'll probably always do Ag Fair because that, know, we you, reach you the most do that. people. That, that. But, but I think we'll, we, yeah, we want to have a home. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll call on you to help us with the history part. Well, well you know, I, 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 I'm, I got no problem with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm here every day during the week. And, uh, <laughs> I listen. You know, I, I appreciate that. And we appreciate yes, that. We but our thing is different, though, you know. I, as, as an NPR station, you know, we're not a commercial station, so we, we're not obligated to do what it, what it, whatever it takes to to be in a commercial market. We could focus on, we could be more narrow and, and be edu- uh, informational, mm-hmm. educational, and, and that allows for me to, you know, show off a little bit with respect to the St. Dunstan's, you know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, of course. And University of Miami. Um, and you're so well-spoken. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, the Yankee thing, what you know what I'm saying? The, 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 Yankee, the, the Yankee thing is good, and, <laughs> and but, but I, I love the accent, you know, I, I just love you know, how we speak. You know, I, I think it's a beautiful thing, and you know, I, I get to you know teach you a little moko right, right. moko you, 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 know, you, know, you know, get me to come out of my, my shell. <laughs> no, and, no, and, no I, what, what I really want is for you to tell your children them. You know, no, I gonna say it how I want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I gonna say it correctly, moko jumbi. Yeah, because okay. they can switch back and forth because they grew up here. They grew up here. I, you know what I'm saying? But I, you yeah, know, I came yeah. as an adult, so, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, so they, they make fun. One thing I wanted to mention real quick. Because um, you referenced um, working at Proby Lawson. Yes. We always look, even though Proby Lawson was a public school, we always looked at it because it was like a, a private, private school, a private, private school, school uh, yeah, a private school setting. Up to now. Up, up to now, yeah. And, 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 and I think it's because of the location, ah. right? Somewhat isolated, you know, not in town or in, a, in, in, in the main part of a, a residential neighborhood, per se. I mean, Tight Village is right next door. Yes. But it, there is some isolation out there, and I, I think that that's a good thing. Uh, Perby Lawson was always looked at as a number one uh, elementary school in St. Croix you know, for, for a lot of years, you know, and I think it's because of the, the location. Obviously, the leadership was brilliant and, and all that stuff, and uh, yes. uh, I want to say that. So, yes. um, don't forget, everybody, Dung in the West Saturday, September 30th, um, Fort Frederick from 10 a.m. to 3 Yes. PM um, pop up for the Children's Museum. Play. Uh, what's, what's play? That's uh, play. Uh, uh, that's and learning play. through play. Okay, so that's in the, the inside the fort itself. Inside the fort itself. Okay, so that's a DPNR. Yes, so we have to thank DPNR. I don't mm-hmm. want to neglect them. We no. have to thank DPNR. <laughs> that's Amy um, Sorbo and our whole yes, group. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, it's the um, libraries, archives, and museums division. Mm-hmm. So they have generously let us use the fort. We'll be there f- for our. For this one in September and October and November, so mm-hmm. we'll, we're going to be able to use the fort for all three events, and so we're very oh, thankful good. and grateful that's for their for good. their um, willingness yeah. to partner so with us. Governor Brand, you know, I mean, you're getting beat up on certain issues, but you are the governor. DPNR is a department, so we'll give you some credit 
uh, the Brian Roach administration um, for, for allowing that. And then are we looking for that uh, permanent location, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, we pushing, have to have it. Keep pushing for that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Ellie and to Hirsch, be honest with you, to be yeah. honest with you, we don't want to... We don't want to lease it because we won't be able to get a loan to build or we, if something happens, um, I know I've seen things happen like with um, uh, Bethlehem House, yeah. you know, which was operated by a nonprofit but owned by the government mm -hmm. and still to this day it hasn't been repaired or started up again. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we need to make sure that um, we have full Full, um, mm -hmm. control. Uh, control. Control. Thanks. Thanks. We were 501c3, by the way. Right. Well, no, that's yes. Excellent, excellent point. Yes. 501c3. So yeah. that's a non-profit. Oh yeah. You know that's yes. right. Oh, that changes everything. That gives that that opens some avenues. Yes, you know what I'm indeed. saying? Oh yeah. We're well, well, then, well, then you need to you need to contact the Virgin Islands Housing Finance Authority and check them out for CDBG money because that the the, the HUD secretary was here last year saying that we need to spend our money on non-profits. So if that's the case. Mm. I would suggest that you reach okay. out to the Virgin Housing that. Finance Authority. I'm serious. I will do that. Yes. It took you so long, baby. I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? what's up with that? You know what I'm saying? So we're good. Ellie Hirsch and uh, I like I like pronouncing your name, and I don't know why. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, what about loving? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Oyoko. Oyoko. The, the, the one, one name says everything. I mean, right. full, I, full of love and all yes, that good yes, stuff. Yes, sure. uh, joining us this morning uh, on behalf of the Children's Museum, and definitely want to give a shout out to your comp to the your comp Padres, right? Oh yes, over there in St. Thomas with yes, Mojo, with It's important for both islands yes. to have a museum. Yes, children's to feed, yes. to feed off each other. So Mane, Chantel, Hoeb, yes. uh, and Iria, right? Maria Styles, right? Um, for all you do uh, for our young people, and actually for preserving our culture and our history, which is important as well, and definitely a part of this. Math, virtue, science, technology, literacy, That's engineering, and the arts. That's how they say it up, <laughs> in, up in the States, the arts. You know and storytelling. Uh, storytelling as well. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Thank you for being here today. Appreciate you, ladies. We love Thank you. you. We got it. Thank we love you, too. Uh, great show today. Talk to you tomorrow. Be good and be safe. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.